God changes your life, changes your thoughts, changes your desires, and changes your interests, and it comes out of God's Word. It's really learning to know God out of His Word. You're listening to the Faith Matters Podcast with Steve McKinley. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Faith Matters Podcast. You're watching episode number 14, and this is an extra special episode that I've been looking forward to, and that's because I get to have a very special guest on today. This is my wife, Brandy. Welcome to the show, Brandy. Thank you. It's good to be here. Yeah, Brandy and I have been married for 20 years. And coming up on 21 in July, 20 years, it's hard to believe. And I've mentioned in the past that we have six children together. We have uh, four girls and two boys. And our youngest are twin girls that are two years old. And so Brandy has her hands full. And we have a a fairly busy house. But uh, periodically we have guests on here. And we like to hear people's stories about how they came to faith yeah, many times uh, faith is a journey. The life of faith really is a journey. And uh, we like to know how people ended up where they're at. And we, we like to hear what God has been doing in their life. And I know um, firsthand how God has been working in Brandy's life. And I'm excited for you to hear her story. And so why don't we, uh, Brandy, go ahead and, and tell them your story. And if you could just tell us, uh, why, don't, why don't we start um, with your childhood? Give us a little bit of background so that people know kind of where you come from and a little bit about you. Sure. Well, I grew up in a little town called Red Wing, Minnesota, and um, my mom was a single parent, and my dad just wasn't around. I don't have any memory of him ever being in the home. Uh, Growing up, I had three older brothers, and um, my mom tried as much as she could to Uh, have us in church on Sundays and Wednesdays and for church activities. And it was kind of a the family that we had around. I had two sets of grandparents that also um, were uh, church members, and all of my close friends growing up were church members. So I had um, uh, much of my activity growing up was kind of centered around um, church things. Okay. And religious things, yeah. And otherwise, you had a pretty normal life. I mean, you did grow yeah. up in a single-parent home, but you had a, a pretty normal life, went to school and, and all that, and yeah. had your friends, and yeah. but but a lot of your life revolved around the uh, a fairly active church in the town there yeah, where you lived. And uh, how about a little bit later, uh, in your later years? I know that uh, as many, uh, many young people, uh, many children will just, accept as fact, whatever their parents tell them. But then when they get into those years, when they start to develop independence, um, and especially in the teenage years, they really start to question, are the things that I've been taught true? Yeah, I definitely did that. Um, I just, I really wanted to know for sure, uh, you know, where did I come from? Where am I going? And I had been taught things growing up, but I had my doubts about some things. And Um, I was really just, uh, thinking about things, wondering if I'd ever, uh, walk away from what I had been taught. And, um, one of the things that I, one of the goals I had growing up was to, um, uh, get a good career. 
And um, the reason I wanted to do that is because um, I was planning to actually have a divorce um, after I got married at some point. Uh, <laughs> Before kinda... she met her husband, she was planning on divorce. <laughs> yes, I was, I was thinking, well, it's probably going to happen because you never know why. It just happens. And then uh, yeah. many people around me were having lives like that, so I wanted to be ready. And um, uh, But around that time when I was uh, making these plans and going forward, I met this handsome young man who wasn't a part of my church. Yeah. Yeah. I met Brandy. We, we both graduated from the same high school and we didn't actually meet until after um, high school, though. Brandy met, uh, graduated the year after me. And um, uh, but yeah, we, we met that summer and instantly made a connection. Yeah. And at that time in my own life, I wasn't uh, when I was a Christian, I guess, by tr family tradition, uh, was not uh, interested in the Bible and, and faith and those things. But Brandy, I know that you are really starting to question faith, salvation. Yeah. And there was a pastor that uh, was influential in your life. Yes. Well, I actually um, started uh, looking into the Bible a bit more, and um, I... I I was trying to be a good person. I knew no matter where I was, I wanted to please God, but I just was feeling um, overwhelmed by um, the religion I was in where I felt like I had to give absolute perfection and not. I had to just keep all the commandments, never think an impure thought, do these um, uh, heavy things that I tried to do and I would fail um, continually. And, um, but I had some friends, actually your family that, uh, directed me to the Bible and showed me things, um, from it that show me what the Bible has to say about salvation. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's not all about all the things that I do. Yeah. Yeah. My dad was a pastor and, uh, really took Brandy and, and, uh, and showed her from the Bible exactly what the Bible says. And Brandy, what if I'm sure you remember what was it in the Bible that really s stood out to you and that made you think this is something new, this is something that I need? Well, there were a lot of things that stood out to me. Um, I had a Bible growing up. I just never really read it until this point. And uh, the verse that I like to share um, that really, well, it upset me was Isaiah 64, 6. It says, we are all as an unclean thing and all of our righteousnesses are as filthy rags. And I I was thinking if if that if that verse is talking about my righteousnesses, I'm upset because certainly my righteousnesses are um, somehow going to be enough to outweigh my bad, you know, my good works will outweigh my bad works and somehow I'll get through and it'll be um, okay in the end somehow. But to think that, um, you know, the best that I could do could be um, a filthy rag, I, I was upset about that. That caught my attention. Yeah, so, um, I mean, that would be shocking to anyone. I'm sure a lot of people, maybe a lot of you listening, are trying your best just to be a good person. And if I if I were to ask you, are you a good person? You'd say, of course, and you'd list off a bunch of things. It's quite shocking to go to the Bible and to read a verse like that. 
Isaiah 64, 6. That, yeah. That our righteousnesses are as filthy rags to God. In other words, that God doesn't accept our own good works um, to save us. Um, and yeah, that, that made you a little bit angry, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I was upset at first. I almost didn't want to, I didn't want to, I was visiting um, this church at the time where his dad's the pastor and I almost didn't want to come back. I thought they don't know anything about me. They don't really know. Um, and, uh, but I continued to come mm-hmm. and I continued to hear more. Mm-hmm. And it kind of started to fall into place. What was that point of turning for you? You know, when did you go from investigating these things to fully embracing them? Well, I heard a lot in the Bible that was new to me, but one thing that I, I mean, it was right in front of me, but I didn't realize it, but the fact that um, Jesus is God in the flesh, and he died for my sins, and there was nothing good that I could add to it. His sacrifice on the cross is is what I needed. All those works that I'd been trying to build up or anything, it won't do anything to the to his sacrifice that is finished. Right. And when I heard that for the first time, I wept. I I you know to think that um, my God loves me so much that he would make that sacrifice. Yeah, give give his own very son. And it's not that God just hates good works. I mean, God loves good works, but God will never accept good works as an addition to the sacrifice of his son, as you said there. And uh, it, it was such a high price that God paid for our salvation. It's actually... Uh, strange to think that we could try to come along and add a little bit of our own to that very high cost. I think that's a human feeling that you yeah. feel like I need to do something. Yeah, you want to chip in a little bit. Yeah. But the Bible makes so clear that Jesus Christ is the sacrifice and his sacrifice is fully sufficient to cover all of our sins. And uh, our good works are never going to kind of cover up or somehow get rid of our sin, only the shed blood of Jesus Christ will yeah. do that. Yeah, and so I had uh, this information um, that I just needed to, you know, not just know and not just hear about that about what Jesus did, but to actually embrace it and to own it as a truth that Jesus died for my sin and um, at um the, by the way, what yeah. did it look like when you did that? Did you pray? Did you call out to the Lord? Just I did talk about that a little bit. I did. Um, I knew I needed to get saved for weeks, but I finally just said, "Tonight's the night." And um, uh, the pastor took me and helped. Uh, you know, I just said, "I want to get saved," and just uh, prayed with me, and I asked Jesus to forgive my sin and be my savior. And, uh, I didn't want to try to work anymore. I want to accept his sacrifice. And now I want to do things for him because I love him, but, uh, for, um, what did it feel like when you 
finally trusted well, Christ as your Savior? It, I, it was a burden lifted, let me tell you. I felt so good. I wanted to tell everyone, and I had to go outside and do a few cartwheels. Yeah, now time. Brandy used to be a, a cheerleader, actually. And so, yeah, yeah. she went out and did cartwheels. I did, and I, I knew that people couldn't understand, <laughs> but I'm like, no, I, this has been weighing on me for years, and now I'm just giving my life to Christ. Yeah. And why did uh, you know? Why did you have that such joy? What was it about this thing that you had received that uh, gave you such joy? Well, I, I just, I just, I hadn't had that joy before because, well, now I didn't have to worry about mm-hmm. um, what other people think. It's just what my Lord thinks, and or, or I want lay to in bed and wonder, right? Yes, I have that. assurance of salvation. I don't wonder. have to. I mean, I used to think, you know, if I'm doing good things, God will love me. And if I'm doing bad things, He won't love me. But yeah. there's this unconditional love that um, I have now in Christ. Yeah, that yeah. that gives you peace in your heart. Yes, yes. And, the uh, peace that passes all understanding. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what the Bible says. And uh, peace and joy, knowing that you're always accepted by God. Yeah. There's no better feeling than that. And uh, we can have that feeling when we receive Jesus Christ as our Savior. Uh, that That's an exciting thing, and that was the very beginning of your Christian life, right? Yeah. I mean, that set you off um, on this uh, this journey. And uh, at that time, I wasn't really interested in spiritual things. I remember Brandy saying, Steve, we need to read the Bible. Let's read the Bible together. And I thought, you know, it's good that you've trusted Christ and all that, but let's not let's not go overboard here. <laughs> let's not get super spiritual. And I just really wasn't interested in it. And it wasn't until the age of 24, it was several years later, that I finally uh, came to a full assurance of faith in Christ. But uh, you did have those desires immediately. You wanted to read God's word. You wanted to be talking to him in prayer, and you started to grow. Yeah. Yes, and God was so gracious because when I got saved, I felt different, that's true, but he didn't change everything for me overnight. He was just so good, and just one thing at a time, he would help me grow through this thing, through the next thing, through the next thing, and through all these things he's been teaching me, he's um, help, helping to change my um, my thoughts and my behavior to be more pleasing to him. Yeah, that, that's kind of how it goes. Once you come to Christ um, and you start learning about the Christian life and learning what Jesus is like out of the New Testament, um, it, it does start shaping your life. And little by little you change and you look back over 20 years. You and look you back, can see the growth now. Right. Look at what we yeah. were like 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> look at how things have changed. Yeah. And we, we wouldn't have it any other way. No. We would never go back to that old life that we lived. There, there was no joy in it. I'm talking about the pre-conversion, the pre-faith life. There was no joy in it, but there's joy and peace now. We're growing together in the yeah. Lord. We, we read the Bible together, and the Christian life is, is a true joy. And uh, we have uh, peace in our hearts. Yeah. And no worry, we have hope for the future. And so, well, to wrap up here, could are, are there any uh, particular passages in the Bible that you have found that have been especially helpful for you? 
Well, I would definitely say um, I've gone through the whole um, Psalm 119, and it's it's people say it's the it's a all about God's word, and it is, but it's so much more than that. It's also it teaches you so much about who God is, and it shows you the blessings that you get from um, from reading God's word and. One of my favorite parts of Psalm 119 is um, how the psalmist cries out to God and petitions to God and in so many different ways. And I like to take those and use them as my cry to God to help me in my prayer life. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, yeah we, we've been uh, talking about prayer here for the past um, three weeks or, or four weeks on here. And one of the episodes, I think it was a few episodes ago, we talked about prayer really is talking to a family member. It's talking to our father from the heart. Now, remember, it's not repetitive, memorized prayers. It's a a cry out of the heart. And that's exactly what David does in Psalm 119, right? I know you've been studying that quite a bit over the past many months here. And Brandy's been telling me about how she's been encouraged by it, how, how it's helping her to know God more. Yeah, and it really, with everything that was happening in the world and in my life, those verses were applicable over and over. Mm-hmm. So, and if you're great. wondering about, uh, you know, where to read in the Bible, maybe start out in Psalm 119. It is the longest uh, book of the Bible. Um, each psalm is kind of its own standalone um, little psalm. It's not really a book, but it's the longest chapter in the Bible. And uh, you could spend a lot of time there, and uh, it'd be a great place to read. Well, um, we just want to leave you with this, that uh, it's it's not enough to have general religious feelings. Right, Brandy? You found that out in your life. It's not enough to just know about God. Yeah. Uh, we we have to come to that place in our life where we actually come to know God. And the Bible says that we do that when we place our faith and trust in Jesus Christ. We're trusting that his sacrifice removes all the guilt of our sin. Yeah. And after that, we live a freeing Christian life. We'll talk about that more probably another time, but a lot of people think of the Christian life as bondage. Oh, the rules. No. And, uh, the, uh, it, the Christian life is just, uh, it's, it's, it, it was people trying to uh, push rules and regulations on us. No, the Christian life is very freeing. Exactly. God made us, so he... He mm-hmm. knows what's best for us, and we can find that in the Bible. Yeah, it's a very freeing life of, of coming to know God personally. Think about that, the God of the universe. Um, we, we can know him personally, and that's what the, the Christian life is all about. It's learning to know God more and more and more. Um, if you're not sure about that, if you've never quite come to Christ, if you've never uh, called out to him for salvation by faith. Um, I invite you to do that. And if you have any trouble with that, any questions about that, leave a comment or contact me personally, steve at navinbaptist.ie.
And uh, I'd be happy to pray for you and to even meet with you if need be um, and show you directly from the Bible how you can know God. And let me invite you to our fellowship. We hold weekly uh, Bible studies where we worship God together and learn out of the Bible. Um, right now, during the lockdowns, of course, we're, we're meeting online, but uh, you're invited. And under normal circumstances, Brandy does a lot with children. And so if you're a family that has children, we'd, we'd love to have you. I love children. Yeah, Brandy would love to uh, work with your children. So um, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I'm sure we'll have Brandy back on. Uh, we'll talk about uh, more exciting things in the future. And uh, stay tuned for next week. We'll start uh, talking about the topic of loneliness. And we'll see you then. Oh. Uh-huh.